It is somehow November 1st, 2020 win. 20 win? 21? Wait, tw- 20 draw? 20 draw. <laughs> this is Atlanta United <laughs> FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. Oh, nice. I don't even know if that yeah, I don't have up. a I don't have a can to pop tonight. It is also November 1st in 2021, and I want you to check me on the date for the year, because from what I understand, people are currently unironically listening to and enjoying the new Limp Biscuit album, and it is driving me bonkers seeing people I had no idea it. that was even a thing. Yes, it is. I I don't understand, because I, I, I don't know. Like... I like to have anyway. I'm Tim Herb, as always. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley, um, Mr. Fred Dan, Durst himself. Mr. Fred Durst himself. Dan James could not be with us tonight. At least two of us were able to do it. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I I look at music reviews a good bit, whether that's like Pitchfork or um, Kerrang or whatever. A lot of like heavy music reviews, and I've been seeing people like positively reviewing Limp Biscuit sucks. I think that's the name of the album. No. <laughs> It's like what? What year is it? <laughs> I feel like Robin Williams and Jumanji. Every time I see one of those things, you got to give them love for the album title if that's what it is. Though, yeah, I'm pretty sure it. it's called uh, "Limp Biscuit Sucks." Is what it's that's called. Great. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in with us. It has been a while. It has just been a a deluge of scheduling conflicts and what yeah. have you. Uh, yeah. That have time of re- year. We recorded one after the international break, and then we've been on a break for a couple of weeks, right? Is that yeah. how that shook uh, out? It was, you guys streamed, uh, we streamed, I guess, yeah. uh, beginning of last week or two weeks ago? Two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. It was right two before the ago. NYCFC game. Oh, yeah. Same, same, but different than the TFC yep. game. Yeah. Yeah. We figured That's we'd not... just wait because at this rate, it's inevitable for Atlanta to blow a lead in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a um yeah, it's been a hard like two weeks. Yeah, it's um it is a tie. Um it wasn't a loss. True, so, true. Uh thank you guys, Ellie Beaven, Brittany S, Kendrick Brock, the um the faithful homies, as it were, the ones who get the notification on their phones and uh, pop in because God knows we don't post anything on social media anymore. Yeah, we've been pretty busy, man. I mean I think it's a foregone conclusion about what you've been busy with. How's how's dad life treating you? It's good, man. Yeah, we just got put. We got done. Uh, actually, Angie's finishing putting Florence down. We did bath time. Just expedited bedtime routine on a on a f- Monday night. Um, you know, me going to work and coming home, and just everything gets compressed. But everything's good. Yeah, first Halloween yesterday. Got to see you guys. Uh, yeah, go walk the neighborhood. Uh, my brothers. Um, yeah, it was fun. It's been it's been very fulfilling dad life. Um what about you? What about you? Good. Just busy with work and home life and wedding planning and all that fun stuff. How is how is that wedding planning going it's though? It's going great, man. It's going yeah. great. And then try to carve in a round of golf here or there when I can, you know. I from what I understand, you you've been a quite the bridezilla. Um no, everything. Oh, you're so full of it. <laughs> you're so I, full of it. I hear you are a modern day Catherine Heigl is what I've been hearing you referred to as. You're so full of it. True bridezilla. Look, man, always a groomsman, never a groom. (laughs) It's my time. It's my day now. It's my time. It's my day. Oh, dear God. Dear God. I actually actually want to set up a whole thing where we go pick out my suit and all the guys go and we get champagne and then we do brunch. It's going to be great. Yeah, champagne for your real friends and real pain for your sham friends, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. No, it's from it's that been good movie, though. 
25th hour starring uh what's his name mark Wahlberg. mark Wahlberg. no it was uh burns i don't remember his last or first name anthony ken I don't ken burns yes the documentarian <laughs> it did a it was right after his vietnam documentary that's what i thought got it cool yeah exactly. but yeah no it's all been good things man um we did make it out to the game this past weekend which was great um that's the first game we have been to in a while um we've been in a stretch with atlanta united lately where the past few games have all been wednesday night games so yeah. um and for it to be the last home game it was uh had the makings of a really great game uh set and setting was awesome they had the roof open even with the light drizzle which was really cool because as you sat like in your seats once it started getting dark you could kind of see this mist coming down below the halo board as it came down into the stadium it was kind of windy and cool inside the bins which we haven't really had it was like this mix between bobby dodd and mercedes-benz stadium in a way but like like i said the atmosphere was great for the game uh, Saturday. And overall, I thought the game was pretty good. Um, you kind of should have had a better result there, and hopefully the team will lock things down as we look ahead to playoffs, if we make it to playoffs at this point, it's anyone's guess. But, uh, yeah, it was nice going to the Bins and getting to see that last home game. Yeah, what might awesome. be our last home game this year. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, in all likelihood, right? I mean, we have one match left for the rest of the season. Is it on Saturday? It's, no, Sunday. Decision day right yeah yeah everybody everybody plays at the exact same time on sunday is it is it, is it this sunday or is it next sunday i couldn't remember um i think it's next Sunday. yeah you're right, right. it's yeah it's the seventh yeah yeah oh never mind we have two oh no matches. that is why, why, yeah. why am i crazy i'm stupid yeah we got wednesday night against red bulls and then this sunday <laughs> is um Fucking wednesday night games yeah 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 so and that's a big match too because red bulls are surging they're above us right they're in are they in third now something like that um, um i don't know wait so. no they're below us again and, yeah Why? and why i can't keep up with this shit and ycfc jumped up uh to third if i'm not mistaken yeah and this then is... exactly what i said was gonna happen orlando city has already begun their descent so we'll see man this 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 wednesday night really decides whether i think if we win wednesday we're in um, I haven't checked all of the other opponents to see like if that really locks it in or not. I don't think it does because yeah. Who, uh... I, I don't know how it works because who else would be able to jump us at that point? It's gotta be right. Because DC's uh, so only DC, got one match. DC left. could DC. Yeah, you're but right. They, yeah, they, yeah. They only do no. have the one match left. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So if we win and we win against Red Bulls, we're in. But we yeah. have to win Wednesday night. Like a draw would put us at 48 and them at 47, and it would come down to Sunday's match between the yeah. two. Remove all doubt. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, the fact that Atlanta has left a total of and by my by my recollection, I think it's been four games where Atlanta had the lead and settled with either a loss or a draw. So at a minimum has left eight points on the table. Had Atlanta just maintained in those matches, they'd be sitting in second place in the East right now. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It really and right is. now they're on the cusp of not making the cut. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> Good grief. I mean, and then you look at Nashville. We have as many wins as Nashville does. They have yeah. 17 draws. Yeah. yeah. They have drawn. They could draw more than half of their matches. Carlos Rangel says a draw clinches a playoff spot. I'm trying to yeah. see no, that's how that fair. math works. No, it that- does. Because that puts us at 48, and the next below the below the playoff line starts at 44 points. So we would be one point past that. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. We need to at least draw. A win definitely helps. A win puts us in contention to potentially – have a home match if everything goes our way, right? Um, yeah, no, we definitely could. So NYCFC has to lose both matches. Well, I guess, or I say both matches, their last match. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they have us on wins. So it's not even like if we, yeah, I, I mean, we couldn't even win both matches and have them win and then finish above them. 
I don't think. Uh, yeah, we would, going, I don't think there's. Yeah, they'd have to lose because if we. Yeah, their goal differential is a lot. They'd have higher, to lose, and yeah. we'd have to win both of ours. Yeah, because their goal differential is higher, higher, even though we'd have the same amount of wins. Yeah. Listen to Home Before Dark, where they're trying to piece together shit, math, looking at math on uh, on a table. That's ridiculous, and, man. Yeah, it's fun though. I mean, it it hasn't. I don't feel like it's been this fun. Um, towards the end of the season and maybe we just haven't been in this position i feel like maybe 2019 we were no because we still finished with a home uh home game in the playoffs so yeah i don't know this is just fun to be a part of uh as stressful as as, as it is um i, I hate it <laughs> thanks i hate it. yeah just being um yeah just just completely on tortellini time for the for the next so so say say that we win either we win or draw maybe we even lose and we we end up having to go to our final game which for all intents and purposes you assume that atlanta locks it up sunday at least with a a result against Against fcc yeah no i mean there there's there, there should be no doubt about that match so i mean even if, like you say, even if we go into, if we shit the bed against Red Bulls, which we have been known to do in the regular season, um, we still do have a very, very, very winnable match on Sunday um, of next week. Um, right that now. said, Are does we- Atlanta's re- results in recent yeah. weeks concern you at all? knowing that you're going to be likely on the road in your first round of playoffs and single game elimination. Wait, say that again. So does Atlanta's run a form in recent weeks? Say, Oh um, yeah. yeah. It worries me. Yeah, it definitely does. And it's not just, I don't think that we're not playing well. Cause I, it, what sucks is I feel like we're playing well. I just think that that final product is not where it needs to be, which is probably the last thing you worry about. Like if, if somebody's going to start clicking, and if there's if there's a part of the field where you feel like you don't have to worry so much throughout the entire stretch of the season, it's our new front four and the way that they're playing. And I think we're just in a weird stretch right now because, I mean, I, I think defensive lapses are going to happen in an MLS to have, I mean, those two draws, it wasn't like we were giving up two nil leads or three nil leads or two ones or three ones. Those were one nil. And I mean, you're going to give up a goal here and there, or even giving up one, one per match in MLS is not so bad. Whenever you have a, a, a really high power front line, that's, that's known to, to bag a few goals on their own. I mean, I think, I mean, even Araujo is at five goals or is he at four goals? Four. Is he at four for the season, yeah. which yeah. in 12 games for a winger is pretty damn good. And, and almost then, ties his personal best with Leo, which was five. So, yeah. So, and then Moreno is going to score a goal or two every, every couple games. And, and Joseph Martinez has been coming back into his own. And I just, you know what? I think I've just talked myself into not being that worried about going on the road in the playoffs because I think those guys are going to start firing. And I think the rest of the team is, is doing what they're supposed to be doing. The, the chances just aren't falling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that's why I was so disappointed against that to give up that Toronto game because Toronto played like garbage that entire match. They subbed out all of arguably their best players. You know, we talked about the, the previous match against Toronto where they came back in the second half and Atlanta looked like they were struggling. And that was because they put in all their best players. Well, <laughs> here Toronto pulls out all their best players going into the second half with Pozuelo and, um, uh, Josie coming, yeah, Josie coming out, and you've got a guy with four MLS career games slotting home the equalizing goal in the 90th minute, assisted by Orlando City great Dom Dwyer. I didn't realize he was with Toronto now. Yeah, he's definitely uh, used goods at this point. Yeah, he's uh, coming in as a sub against the with the worst team in the league right now. That's pretty terrible. Yeah, that team is absolutely in shambles. I mean, letting Greg Vanny go and then just uh yeah, I don't know what's going on with that with that team because they're just absolute trash. They're just not yeah. good. Yeah. They're very bad. Um but yeah, I you know, <laughs> I was in the position where um I turned the game off um to go do bedtime and it was one nil. <laughs> yeah. 
And do you know if I'm talking about the NYCFC game or do you, am I talking about the yeah, PFC exactly. game? Which exactly. one am I talking about? Exactly. Because it happened exactly the same for me both times where yep. I'm, um, yeah, doing bedtime and I ask Google what the score is. And uh, it's 1-1 and, you know, let out an audible fuck. And uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been really great. Um, that said, I think that the front four are arguably – the best front four that this team has seen in its history at this point. Like, <gasps> I mean, he just, he just without, said Gressel sucks guys. Uh, what, I mean, <laughs> taking into account Gressel, Miggy, the, the MLS cup run, those yeah. four of Barco Moreno, Aruju and Joseph are lighting it up in a way that I have not seen a front four for Atlanta's attacking do in years past. And you still have lateral threats with Bello and Lennon on the wings, being able to cross yeah. a ball in if need be um, to give you a little bit more of a dynamic approach. Yes. Atlanta's given up a lot of the midfield as a result. And you've got Hosetu having to play holding midfield. And I think that that'll probably switch over to Sosa this weekend against or Wednesday, likely against Red Bulls. I, I could see that happening because I think Red Bulls are probably going to press a little bit more. And I think that Sosa's defense is probably a little bit better than Hosetu's is. But that said, Hosetu has been holding pretty well there and trying to maintain that position without getting sucked into pressing really high with the other four that continually push the issue past midfield line. No, yeah, I agree. And and Hosatu, like, he stands out to me as like one guy who has I, I mean, he's been kind of flying under the radar as one of our more like important players, I feel like, in the midfield. I felt like he's been since he's gotten healthy, uh, what would that be like halfway through the season? I felt like he's done a really solid job for us. Um and like a role I feel like he wasn't necessarily brought here to do or that I don't think yeah it it definitely seemed like he was brought in to do more attacking but uh Carlos Rangel brings up uh he says hopefully Joseph finds his finishing boot soon chances are being created just need to finish that That was tough to watch man that was tough to see him all game just come up short time I mean it started off the jump with him and I think he had what six or seven shots throughout the night and couldn't get on the end of any of them no, no worse miss to me than the breakaway that Arujo had that he put across the box to wide open Joseph in stride. And that was him, right? That was Arujo yep. that passed that. Yeah, that. Yeah. And Joseph just skied it. It was man. It, that, th- to be fair, one that, one, that one was about an inch in front of Joseph. Like he. He lunged for it. He played onto the ball. He threw everything he could at it. And I just don't know that he was ever going to be able to get into it unless he was in a run of form where he had an extra little bit of juice in the tank to have the pace to get there. But the other one where he gets the ball right in front of goal and Kamara comes up and picks his pocket, that one was just like, what are we doing, man? Come on. You've got it right there. Just slot it home. Finish it. Yeah. So. It's it's definitely difficult to watch. And and nobody's going to be more frustrated than he oh, is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, it might work in our favor in that frustration being taken out the past or the last two games of the season. I hope so, anyway. I don't know if... I guess we have seen him in back-to-back matches to, you know, a midweek match and, and a weekend yeah. match. So, um, yeah, hopefully we see him up in New Jersey this weekend. Or, I mean, Wednesday. He wasn't the only one, though. I mean, Barco got robbed, too. That goal that he put in that got pulled back. Oh, yeah. uh, A shirt sleeve offside. Man, that was a great. That was a great piece of work between him and Joseph. Man, that was great to see. That finish Um, was just top notch, man. He kind of looked like he toe balled it. Uh, Yeah. yeah, It was pretty great, though. Yeah. You don't. I don't know. I didn't expect that to go in. And then I was very, very disappointed whenever it just, whenever they took it back it was really cool seeing all the little chips and dunks that Atlanta was doing between those front four this week I noticed that a lot more than they have in in matches in the past I feel like where there's a lot of one touches dummies little chips over the top um Aruju seeing like having the awareness and field vision to drop a dime in front of players I mean he had there's some plays that took place in that game against Toronto that I don't think many people will talk about. Like 
Aruju has a switch across the field to George Bello that lands right in front of his feet wide, which you rarely see like a huge switch to just switch one side of the field to the other. And so for him to do that and then to pick Joseph out a couple of times, then another time Moreno surrounded by three defenders in the midfield, just turning around and running with it. And all the defenders just giving up and started walking because they had all gotten pulled out of position and screwed over. It was great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I think you're right in your estimation that this is the most talented. I don't even know necessarily it's the most talented, but it is like the most dangerous front four. Most cohesive, we'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, that cohesion is what makes them so dangerous because they – and it sucks because likely we're not going to see Barco there next year. We'll probably see Tiago Almada, Almeida um, in there in his place, and hopefully it's just like a plug-and-play type of thing. But – um, yeah, just watching them play and just the chemistry that they've gotten, even like 12 matches in from, from Luis coming in from Lille. Um, yeah, just, I feel like his command and his comfortability on the ball and just, I think he just feel, he looks like he feels at home on this. He team is definitely my favorite player in this lineup, right? Now. Yeah. He's just unreal to watch. He really is. He really is. He's been one of those sign, like those mid-year signings that, yeah, it's just – it's definitely changed the face of this team along with what Pineda's done and everything else, Joseph getting back into some run of form and getting a little bit more healthy. But Luis coming in when he did, I think, has just lit this team on fire in a way that we haven't seen in a long time, and it's really cool to see it. Yeah, again, credit where credit's due. You know, we dogged the front office quite a bit at the beginning of the season um, and towards the middle of the season. And I feel like so far they got the higher right with, with Pineda. And then they definitely got the, they definitely had a home run signing Araujo. So yeah, it's um yeah. Looking forward to, I, I mean, I don't want to say I'm looking forward to next season, but I mean, I'm, I am really looking forward to being able to see what. Uh, It'll be what interesting to like. see what happens. Like does that front four stay intact? Because if not, that'll be really interesting to see. And I don't think it yeah. will. I really think no. Barco's gone. Barco's had such a showing the second half of this season. And then what he's done on international duty, I think it's going to be time for him to move on. I, I believe. Yeah. I think what's, what we have in, in our favor is that the three out of the front four, not including Barco, they are all of an age and a point in their career where they're here. And I don't know that they're going to make that jump back to you. Cause I mean, aside from Moreno, you know, Joseph and, and Luis have already played over in, in Europe. Arujo won a title with Lille. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know, man, if, if Luis stays on the trajectory he is right now with Atlanta next year in a starting position with a full season. Cause I think that's honestly why he didn't really get, again, this is from a idiot that doesn't know anything about EPL, much less league one over in France or league, Un, whatever. Ligue on. Ligue on. Ligue on. <laughs> uh, it seems like because he didn't get a whole lot of play time, I feel like a lot of, clubs just didn't want to take the chance versus players that they had a, a much more visual acuity to based on their playtime and what they were able to see on the field. I think if Aruju gets a full season next year where he can run it up like he has been in just a couple of matches this year and has a breakout season like what Miggy did in that MLS Cup run, like I I wouldn't be surprised to see him go back, man. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at, and I thought he had played a decent amount for Lille. Um, I mean, he, um, I mean, he played tw- 28 matches, and I mean, tw- he had 28 appearances. Granted, I'm yeah, not he didn't. I, yeah, he did not start. He was not a starter. He's like a super sub on a yeah. championship team, though, and and right, it's pretty right. substantial because if you think about, they're kind of uh, underdogs to everybody's underdogs to PSG in in that. Um, mm-hmm in that league. So for them to be able to topple them and him for him to be an impact substitution or um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, there's, there's no reason he couldn't go back. Joseph, I don't think has any desire to go to I Europe. I don't think so either. Um, I think the front office did right by him and I think he's going to stick around as long as uh, we'll keep him. And then um, I don't think Moreno goes anywhere either. I think he's just going to end up being an uh, integral part of the squad. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, for a guy who had, Second year yips, I feel like at the beginning of the season, he's yeah. definitely you know over the past, I would say probably 15, 
15, 20 matches has really kind of just found his stride. And I, I am less and less concerned about him being in the lineup these days. Yeah, He's just, agreed. There's not a solid. whole lot of players that I feel like are a liability right now in the lineup. No, no, not at all. Um, I think it's just a matter of getting them to lock things down and, and to not take their eye off the ball whenever you're in – those last 10 minutes, especially yeah. with a lead, man, you've got to with the lead or right after score. I mean, everybody knows that the first two minutes after you score a goal or concede a goal or the, the worst two minutes of a match. And so that's one thing, but the last 10 minutes with the lead, you've got to, I mean, especially in the way that the goals have come, like this weekend's wasn't a set piece, but it might as well have been. It came, I mean, a, couple, yeah. it came yeah. a couple touches after the set piece and you just let a guy walk free on the back post. Like how many times has that happened this season? Yeah. You know? I, I don't know why. So, and I have to go back and look at it a little closer. I was trying to pay attention to it a little bit more today, but uh, to kind of dissect what happened there, it's just, you have Mulraney who is marking their sole striker, or I guess not sole striker. Dom Dwyer is also playing striker, I guess. But he's Mulraney substitute winger is in yeah. the box subbing yeah. like a target man. Like I don't, yeah. or um, sorry, marking a target man. And I'm not sure why. Um, yeah, it definitely. I don't know. We didn't clear our lines well enough on that. I felt like because by the time that ball hit back in, I feel like the defender should have been further up. And because I think. I mean, um, I'll give Nelson credit. He had a great game all night, I felt like. Like, he picked a couple of pockets throughout the night. He's who ends up throwing the cross into Dwyer right on the head to get him to drop it down to the other side of the uh, the box. But all that said, that's that's pretty boilerplate mistake, man. Like, somebody's got to cover that back post. And yeah. it can't be Moreno because not only was it Dwyer there, but I think Moreno got stuck in no man's land because it's – the other guy starts with an S uh, younger guy was crashing the box at the same time. And I feel like he just got stuck trying to cover two people and couldn't manage both. And Dwyer walks free, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, that's sorry. Yeah. That's Mulraney missed or he lost Dwyer on the back post yeah. or on the, yeah. sorry, on the far side, whenever yeah. the ball came back in. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It is frustrating to watch, but it's, I mean, it could be a learning experience, but um, yeah, I mean, Carlos Rangel says defending set pieces has always been a weakness of this team True. since 2017. Um, I feel like it's a lot of teams weaknesses though. I mean, I, True. I don't know. It's, um, it's definitely, it's definitely a gut punch. I think that, you know, Pineda is going to, I, I, I have every uh, ounce of confidence that he is going to take this and this is going to be a, a learning experience for the for the team moving forward because we're a lot better than that on defense to your point like we just have to pay attention the last yep. 10 minutes and not lose track of the game i think i think wednesday has the potential to be a really really ugly game for both teams i think both teams are going to come out swinging knowing that more or less this game is going to determine whether or not they make it in or not you know, yeah. um, because Red Bulls have to finish with Nashville. And I don't think that they're going into Nashville expecting to pull a result. You know, they're at home against Atlanta with a playoff spot on the line at the cutoff point, you know, and their last game is against the number two team in the East. I, I think that this game and Atlanta coming off of that Toronto result too, um, was something to prove there. I think that this game could potentially see one, if not two red cards, honestly, like it's, it's been a heated game in seasons past where tempers flare up and I would not be surprised to see it happen Wednesday night. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's always a, yeah, it's always a hotly contested match. Whenever we play them, it's, it's hard to believe we still haven't beat them in the regular season. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> Going on, what is this, year five? Five years, yep. Wow, yeah. That's really hard to believe. Yeah. Are they the, they're the only they're team the only we haven't beaten. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. the only team we have not beaten in the regular season. Yeah. But we've beaten them whenever it counted. So, I mean. Yeah. Uh, Look, as much as I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and say like Atlanta can't close games because 
just as much as I'm talking about them giving up a lead in the last 10 minutes, I am damn proud of what they did against Inter Miami being down one nothing and coming back not only to to scratch out a draw, but to go on and win it two one because that's huge, man. Like if I if I had to take one over the other, I'll take giving up a draw in the last ten minutes every time if it means that they're going to come back and and fight back being down one nothing to win two yeah. one. You know no, that's fair. That's that's fair. Uh, Brittany asks, correcting us, we have not beaten Seattle. Oh wow! In the regular season, we do only play them once a year too. So, um, not like Red Bulls. Um, yeah, in the trap. Uh, let's see. Carlos Rangel is uh, saying we need to ditch the three in the back. In his opinion, Anton I'm talking about Anton walks. His level has dropped some, and we could use an extra man in the midfield to balance things out, especially against Red Bulls. Uh, Brittany is saying he's a liability uh, currently or lately. Yeah, I mean, and Stephen Perales calling for uh, maybe some George Campbell action, which I would not be opposed to. No, no. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of him next year whenever he replaces yeah. Miles Robinson, um, wherever Miles ends up going. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if if we get into that position against Red Bulls that we don't see a different substitution that I think Brittany S or somebody had mentioned earlier on tonight, which is don't bring in um Mulraney in that situation you bring in George Campbell to close it out and hold a back line you yeah. know you get a bigger body inside the box and that 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 situation doesn't happen most likely you yeah know? and Stephen Perales saying something to the uh to that effect too maybe we should add uh, the fourth center back the last 10 minutes regardless of the score just for the remaining games of the season yeah or you don't or we don't play scared and we just go balls yeah. to the wall the last two matches and just you know, hope that NYCFC. Did we already say who who is NYCFC playing on Sunday? Nashville. Uh, no, Philly. NYCFC. Oh, I thought said Red Bull. Sorry. So NYCFC very very likely could lose that match against Philly, who's in third right now, and yeah. um, and then if we win both of these matches, we could be you know seeing um the seventh place team at home in Atlanta. Which wow. could be Red Bulls, which would be even more interesting. <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. My only, my only qualm the drama. With, <laughs> my only qualm with that is that Kamar Lawrence and and Tito are no longer with those respective squads. Yeah, um, no kidding. I, is I um their tiffs. Is Michael Bradley done? I don't know. We were talking about that the other day because um, Angie was like, "How old is Josie Altador?" Um. And I don't think he's even really that old. I think he's just been a pro been since he was like 17 forever. years old. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's probably only 30. He's 31 years old. <laughs> yeah. At 16 years old, he was playing for Red Bulls. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. Michael Bradley. I want to say Michael Bradley's like 34. He's 34, 35. Yeah. Yeah. He's my age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if uh, somebody asked if, if he retired. I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he has. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know either. I just I noticed that I didn't see him in the lineup, and maybe he's resting or something. It's not like Toronto's got much left in the tank no. in the season to play for, yeah. so I don't know. Nothing there. I wonder if they hang on to Pasuelo. Um, I guess. I, don't know. I mean, it was nice to see them playing a lot of their academy players. I mean, sounds like that's kind of the next step for them uh, going into next season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. So, and Joe Johnstone mentions they've got the Canadian cup going on right now too. So wait, what? I forgot about that. What is that? Really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. I thought it was, Oh, a CCL berth is up for grabs. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's always a given that Toronto or Montreal ends up locking it up, but there's a bunch of other teams up there that they play against. In a bunch that of teams I've never heard of. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Pacific, uh, whoever that is beat Vancouver. So, you know, Vancouver is in like just absolute, the worst timeline right now. <laughs> uh, that's, that's terrible. Um, and Montreal had to beat some team called forge. Just a it's bunch of blacksmith. Like 
I don't think it's like the U.S. Open Cup, Joe Johnstone, because I feel like there's way more teams in the U.S. Open Cup at a professional level than what's going to be in that Canadian Well, I feel like, I mean, level of quality, it's the same analogy for everything Canadian to American, right? Like, it's going to be, there's going to be a precipitous drop-off. It's true. If not, just like top-heavy. Yeah, just like a bunch of blacksmiths, this team forged. It's it's like the U.S. Open Cup in name only, just like Canadian bacon. Everything else, mm. completely different. Yeah, that ain't bacon. That ain't <laughs> bacon. That that's ham, and you can't con- you can't convince me otherwise. It's disgusting. Uh, but yeah, Montreal. It took them beating Forge in penalties eight to seven, um, oh, and then Toronto's got Pacific on Wednesday. So, yep. um, I, I thank, thank, thank you for enlightening me, Kevin. That is riveting. Stuff. It is absolutely riveting stuff. Jo- probably- to be fair, I can't take credit for it. I knew it was a thing because they talked about it during the broadcast mm. and Joe Johnstone mentioned it though, whenever he was in the trap talking about it. So, yeah. Um, here is your all time table in <laughs> there. Oh, geez. This has been going on for, this is the 14th season that they've done this. And there are only three teams. 12 teams? Three teams that have more than 10 wins. Shocker. That have more than 10 wins. Uh, And then. It's like the SEC, but everyone wants to claim it's the best conference. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who is the Auburn? I guess Cavalry FC. I got five wins out of ten. It's like, I'm in the SEC. Shut up, Vandy. <laughs> Otherwise SEC, known as, Kentucky, nobody cares. Otherwise known as Forge FC. Um, they play at Tim Hortons Fields, and I think that that's supposed to be a really good coffee place it from is what pretty I understand. solid. Good old you, Timmy Hose. I haven't had – where have you had Timmy Hose? Up in Buffalo? Yeah, man. That's right. It's basically it's Canada. Right across the water from <laughs> Toronto. It is Literally. the good it's the good part of Canada. It's Buffalo. right across the waterfall My, from Toronto. <laughs> what, what's your favorite city in Canada? Buffalo. Definitely. <laughs> is the best. Every time we land, that's Stacy Stacy's gotta stop as soon as we get out of the airport. So Yeah. Is it their donuts or is it their coffee? Is it both? Like what is Okay, it's okay. You know, I'm not going to say it's the greatest coffee in the world. But for a chain, it's pretty solid. I'm texting it's pretty solid. to let her know to come in. And- I'm, it's pretty <laughs> solid. I'm not going to put it above, like, a good, like, Rev or something mm. like that. You know, it is a chain at the end of the day. But No better no better coffee place in Atlanta. But the Atlanta at, the area time, than Rev. at the same time, I think that there's something to be said about coffee places in the northeast like because they have to make good coffee because it's so fucking cold up there that like dunkin donuts is substantially better up there than it is down here supposedly i think that also translates to tim hortons like i think that's why it's just Mm. they're not just scorching everything and letting it sit and tasting like soap like the places down here do yeah. more than not. So you're saying like Tim Hortons to get really good Tim Hortons, you got to go up to like none of it or like, uh, or like <laughs> Nova Scotia. Yeah. Nova Scotia. Go to Nova Scotia. That's where the good, that's where Tim, the good Tim good Hortons stuff. is. Yeah. That's where the good, good Tim stuff. Hortons or Bob Evans. What, what generic white guy name restaurant is better. Is Bob <laughs> Evans. I think Bob Evans is pretty solid. Pretty good. For, yeah. yeah it's pretty, it's pretty good. good. Yeah. It's pretty solid. Just, <laughs> Yeah, we need to do a bracket like that again. Like Shoney's versus Perkins. Like what? <laughs> Shoney's versus Ryan's. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Fire Mountain. Was Fire Quincy's. Mountain a Sumter thing? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. Yeah, Quincy's. That's a, that's one that nobody just, knows about a Quincy's, baby. Boggles the mind. Quincy's when I br- versus Golden Corral. When you I got bring your Ryan's versus Shoney's. The big fat East rolls from Quincy's were so good. Like Logan's I, versus Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Logan's wins because you can throw the peanuts on the ground. Actually, I don't know if you could probably do that at Texas Roadhouse, too. Yeah, um, anywhere like that, I think you're fine. Yeah. Western Sizzlin'. <laughs> we had one of those in a gas station by campus at Francis Marion, and it was like a 20-ounce steak for 10 bucks. It's like, Quality. you got to do it. Yeah, you you know it's going to be good. That's A5 Wagyu that you're eating. That's quality meat. Yeah. It's just, it's Wagyu, but it's all fat. 
Like, like that's all that's marbling right there. No, that's just fat. <laughs> that's not marble. That's a pearl. Like that's, that's, that's it. Just, <laughs> that's just, this, is, this is just a gristle steak. Oh, Pizza Hut versus Papa John's. We did have. I told you about this, but we had the crazy calzone from Little I'm, Caesars. I'm very it's, jealous. We're pretty close to that, that ninja time of the star night. of a pizza. It is that ninja it is, star of a raw dough pizza. It is quite good. It was ready in six minutes. It oh, was. Uh, I love a good soft batch dough. <laughs> <laughs> the Julian. I love a good soft batch pizza dough. I love. I love that they're trying to sound fancy by saying they julienne the pepperoni to put in the in the crust. <laughs> That's just the scraps. It's just That's pepperoni it's, stick it's scraps. Just, it's, it's just the leftover pepperoni mm-hmm. that fell off all the other pizzas whenever they cut it. Yeah, it's like tombstone. <laughs> like tombstone, they take the ends of the pepperoni and chop them up and put them in the sauce. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a pro move too. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched really any Red Bulls outside of the matches that we played with them this season. I got to um, be honest, I haven't watched any matches outside of our matches this season. So mm-hmm. you know, take it for what it's worth. No Dan Lowe tonight. Um, no Dan load tonight. Um, he's saving it up for his procedure tomorrow. <laughs> Just charging a shot. <laughs> he's charging a shot. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we need to bring the offside trap back. Oh, yeah. That's the only way we're nice, going to find anything out. Yeah, it would be the nice impetus. I yeah. have no idea. I really have no idea uh, what to say about Red Bulls. Yeah, I don't either. Um yeah, I, I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be fine. I know we, we will beat the pants off of FC Cincinnati, so I exactly. think we're in the playoffs. I feel confident about. I feel confident about playoffs. If there's one team that's not going to play spoiler in MLS, it's gonna be FC Cincy or Vancouver on the West. Mm. So I'm not necessarily worried about that match True. at all. True, I agree on that front. Yeah, I definitely do. So every every game on Sunday is at. 3.30, is that correct? Oh, no, no, no. The Western Conference games are all at 6. The Eastern Conference games are all at 3.30. I forgot we do that. It's not like e- EPL where it's all 10 o'clock the same day. Yeah. So. Atlanta. We might be doing some spaces on Twitter. I jumped into Joe Johnstone's one day. Um, maybe like post-game spaces, especially. Is that fully nude, right? Joe's uh, spaces. What? Joe's space, fully nude, right? What are you saying right now? I'm saying Joe puts on fully nude Twitter spaces, right? No. No? No. I don't think so. That's not what I heard. (laughs) I joined the wrong party. (laughs) Oh, man. I thought it was just a bear club. I thought it was just to share your your love of bear cubs. Oh, I thought this was at that. I thought this was a Chicago Bears fan club. <laughs> uh-uh. Well, I mean, some of them are, but um, oh man, no, it's all audio, right? Spaces, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. So that's what the, that was the joke I was trying to make, but that, I was starting oh, to second I guess myself. It. Yeah, I see it yeah, you can okay. hear it. Got it. <sighs> yeah, you really hear the way it slaps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It still slaps. <laughs> it still slaps. It still Say slaps. what you will about Joe Johnstone, but his space is slap. <laughs> I like to preface that about anybody I talk about. Say what you will about this person. <laughs> Say what you want about Kevin, but uh, his space is slap. His space is slap. Yeah, I saw that they. I do. I still get like alerts occasionally about. I don't just I don't go on it, but like I did see they opened up spaces to everybody. Yeah, it's like built into the UI now. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, maybe we'll do that post game this week. Uh, maybe Wednesday night, hop on for a few minutes or something. We'll see. Yeah, that means I have to install that app. Wait, can we? Do, I don't have an account outside of the show account. Um, you can do it from the show, and I can join from my personal. Okay. Nothing else. We'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you can join from multiple locations on the same account. Yeah, probably not. And like Kendrick was saying, hopefully the Braves aren't 
still playing on Wednesday night. Oh boy. So yeah, I mean, we can't go a whole Atlanta podcast, whether it's Atlanta United or otherwise, and not talk about this run of the Braves lately, man. Yeah, Holy it's hell. it's it's weird. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but the Astros were my boyhood. Oh club. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I was been needing I've been meaning to ask you because yeah. I knew that they were. So Yeah, I was a diehard Astros fan. Uh because growing up military, no ties to anywhere outside my dad's hometown. You were uh, the best at cheating on quizzes growing up too. So now yeah. it makes total sense. Yeah. Um I mean you were doing it too, you just never got caught. So it's yeah. That makes me the best. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the whole thing. So a couple of things about it. So yes, I, I was a huge, uh, I, I just found a team to glom onto. I really love Jeff Bagwell. And, uh, and then the killer bees, him and Craig Biggio later, you know, Lance Berkman, Derek Bell, so on and so forth. Um, stop watching baseball. I don't even know, probably like 10 years ago or so. Um, yeah, I don't, so I didn't even get to share in the spoils whenever they won the world series that year that they quote unquote cheated. I used quotes for that because I, I genuinely think they just got caught. I just, yeah. I don't Oh like, yeah. I that, think it's the, a lot a, more prevalent. It's like doping in uh tour cycling. de France. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, it's not a, like that's I, Lance Armstrong. Say what you will about <laughs> to use that phrase. <laughs> say what you will about Lance Armstrong, but I he doesn't have it. much slap. You used to have a it, lot more slap. <laughs> a little less I, now. I, I I totally agree with him. What he was saying that he wasn't taking performance enhancing drugs uh, yeah. to gain an advantage. He was leveling the playing field. Um, yeah, I don't I don't even know. Um, and I hated the Braves growing up. And I think it was just because I was trying to be defiant in the face of all the kids around me. Yeah, growing up in Alabama and South Carolina that uh, were all Braves fans. And I just I. I did not like Chipper Jones. I don't know if I'll get grief for that. I just was not a fan of the guy. Anyway, um, yeah, I've definitely like reattached to the Braves going to the games or attached to the Braves going to games couple, for the past couple of years and um, kind of reconnected a little bit with baseball. And uh, yeah, it's been fun to watch them, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough because so our... <laughs> After after we put Florence to bed, and we have a couple hours lately, like it's it's been a nice like escape to go watch TV. Like like we got Succession to catch up on and um, Morning Show, but watching the Braves, it's just, it's been awesome. But it, at the same time, I've just been waking up on the couch. It's like listening like to a yeah. It's like listening to an audio book going to bed. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. it's tough, man. Like. Um, I have a really hard time watching TV regardless at night. Uh, I fall asleep on the couch constantly and, uh, I'm constantly getting woken up on the couch. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, it's, it's when Joe Buck, that man can talk you to sleep. So, (laughs) but it's been fun. Like what is, it's been a really fun ride. So you've been, you've been a Braves fan for quite a while, right? Since I moved to Atlanta, and I won't claim to be, you know, I think, I, I won't say, I know that there are a lot of others that are way bigger fans than I am by all means. Um, I I watched just about every game the first couple of years after moving to Atlanta. And then during that big rebuild process, whatever, Snitker came in and they relocated up to Cobb and Everybody got traded from Hayward and Oso Blanco. I mean, everybody got sold off except for Freddie, basically. Um, I kind of fell out of it for a year or two. And then over the past couple of years, I mean, I've watched a handful of games, and it's certainly been a little bit more over the past two years, I'd say, with COVID and everything else. Um, but, you know, it's the uh, it's been a lot more fun watching them in a World Series, I can tell you that. So Yeah, I mean um, – you talk about that selling off period. The front office is looking pretty good. A couple of years yeah, later, after no that. kidding, uh, yeah, no kidding, yeah. I, uh, I think, yeah, it was just sort of a big downhill slide for me watching them after the wild card infield fly rule, and then the mass oh, sell off, yeah. and the move to Cobb, and everything else, and then, um, but yeah, now I mean, like I said, over the past couple of years, I've certainly been a little bit more uh, following them. The the 
trouble I have with baseball is there's too many fucking games. It's just so hard to watch 160 games a season. And you feel like none of them really matter. It's like the first 20 matter and the last 30 matter. And then it's all playoffs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they'll do what in the middle that are just yeah. kind of, uh, it's a Wednesday. Half of the team's hung over, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I was surprised that the, like, I don't know. I mean, NFL just extended their season one game, right? Is it 17 yeah. this year, right? I think so, um, yeah. That's because basket- they're trying to get that London market. Yeah, basketball pulled the – Is every, not everybody's playing a game in London this year, right? I don't know. I know they've got a handful there. And Mexico City, right? Yeah. Well, I don't I know so. if that's happening this year. But um, you saw NBA pull back 10 games last year. Yeah. Um, I think they're back to 82 again this year. I don't know. You just, I guess you just miss out on revenue. I went to my first Hawks game last week. That's huge. Oh, yeah. You don't talk about watching the Braves. I've I've been to a ton of Braves games. I've watched Braves over the past 10 years. I've never been into basketball. That's pretty I mean, surprising. Well, not surprising that you haven't been into basketball, but that you haven't even made your way to a Hawks game until no, last week. Yeah. No. And I mean, I'll admit, I definitely bandwagoned the hell out of their run last year in the playoffs. Um <laughs> But yeah, I got to go to my first Hawks game last week, which was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, I really like. I I could see myself enjoying basketball more than I maybe gave it credit for, just because of the length of the game. <laughs> it's just like soccer; like there's a very low barrier to yeah. entry. Whenever you can get in and out in about two hours, two and a half tops, you know. And I think it's gonna go down even more. I feel like now with the new foul rules, that there's not. I think the games are gonna be shortened. I mean, it might be kind of fractional, but like I think it's gonna be a little shorter and a little more predictable now. The long, the longest twenty minutes in sports are the last two minutes of a basketball game. Yeah, though. like it's still that's. I still feel like that was I feel like that was the last quarter of football games, man. We're sitting there watching the Bills game yesterday, and in the first half is over in an hour, and I'm like, oh man, hey, how is these games always so long? Second half happens, and it just starts dragging. Yeah. Yeah, it takes forever. It's yeah, ba- American football has become increasingly harder for me to watch over the past. Especially few years coming for that off reason. of yeah, especially coming off of because it's always I forget about it because that lull from February until Labor Day, when you're just watching soccer or basketball, basically maybe some baseball in there as well, but mostly soccer and you're out in two hours and then all of a sudden football starts. You're like, yes, so glad it's football season again. And then it's, and then you wake up on the couch and you're like, what? I got to spend a whole day doing this. Yeah. What are we doing? It it kind of is a whole day affair, right? It's yeah. 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 And then that's one thing that is kind of frustrating me about the Braves games, the world series being on it, starting at like eight, 10 after eight every night. Dude, That's brutal. I mean, like game last night finished at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like I said, I watched until Houston was up seven, seven four, seven five. I forget what it was at that point. But yeah, I was like, I'm, I can't do it. I can't do it. I gotta be up at five. I'm not. I can't do this. Yeah. No, it's tough. It's impossible. Yeah. Um. Okay. Stephen Perales. I I don't know if he's talking about the Braves, Atlanta United, maybe both. Stephen uh, Perales is sick of us talking, not talking about Atlanta United. Yeah. Shut up and talk about socks. Shut up and stick to soccer. But I think <laughs> he's saying 2-0 Atlanta United. I saw a couple other score predictions in here. Let's see what everyone else has got. Brittany S. pulling down <laughs> with 1-0 Red Bulls. I'm just being negative, so I don't have too many expectations. Um, I thought I saw another one in here too, but maybe not. What are you What are you thinking, Tim? What are you leaning towards for? I, I'm with Stephen Perales. I think uh, I think a heavy autocorrect and go two nil. I like that. I like that call. I like one nil, and they hold the line the last ten minutes and prove us all that wrong and that they can do it. Elliot Beaven, Atlanta two one. And we get a, uh, and then hopefully on Monday, whenever Dan James returns with us, we will be, uh, we will be prepping for a home match. Unlike Atlanta United, I think that the 
selections for both of these two games doesn't matter for points that neither of you can catch me in the standing. So it doesn't matter whatsoever. Am I close to second at least at this stretch? I I think you and Dan are still tied actually. (laughs) It's been a while. Um, Well, we'll, we'll definitely pull out uh, the vault. To be fair, the selections are a little unfair because I don't think that you and Dan recorded any shows without me this season. Nope. You and I. The mainstay. Exactly. However, I've had some good picks. Early on, I had some good picks. I may have faltered Mm -hmm. towards the back end. Yeah. I was the one calling losses when everybody else was bought in. I saw it. I saw it. Kevin was hindsight out last season. (laughs) um so yeah i uh we'll pull out the vault questions and stuff uh next week whenever dan comes back at least but yeah my throne has to remain intact so yeah um anything else you getting back in the workshop lately yeah i'm actually working on a little free library that um i was commissioned to make back in the spring um (laughs) And then baby happened. So you made a person. I made a person. You made a little person. We made a person. We made a little person. Uh, Yeah. Not a free person. (laughs) Uh, Free. Give it, give it time. Free in the sense that she is a, uh, a human being, um, an American. Um, But yeah, working on, it's not a book library. It's a free art library. So, The person that I'm making it for is um, into the artist who is very much into that free art community, which is, uh, if you guys don't know, quite a, I I guess it's still a big thing in Atlanta. Uh, A lot of artists will do these drops of their pieces of work to kind of spread the love, have people, uh, it's like geocaching for people who don't know. Yeah, take pictures of it out in the wild and then post it and then have somebody pick it up. The idea behind this being you come I, the person the that commissioned me to do it is going to have the artists i'm doing it unfinished it's just going to be pine and plywood um and then the artists are going to come and paint and decorate the, the nice. library yeah so it's going to be yeah it's pretty decent size um going to be happy to see it come to fruition but yeah it's starting to get out there a little more have some other stuff have a couple more commissions of uh cutting boards and that sort of thing yeah. Um, awesome. You've been drawing? No? No. no. <laughs> I wanted to, man. I'm just, I feel like every night's something different. So, yeah. Or, uh, I'm very happy not drawing for whatever that's worth. Whenever the time comes, I know it's there. So, um, yeah, it's been okay. It's been really yeah. good. Yeah. Nice. I'm sure I'll pick something up once it starts getting cold. I yeah. can't go, can't go golf anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> been a great year for golf guys been a great year been a great year um unless you're my brother then it's been a bad year for golf because <laughs> i'm having to play against kevin the whole year uh, <laughs> oh man it's all right Ke- kendrick got that smoke last year he hadn't come back <laughs> since yeah he, i heard he faked a case of, case of covid to get out of playing you again patrick had a second kid to get out of it <laughs> They don't want it, man. They don't want no. it. Hey, I come into those. I, I, I don't. I'm playing best ball. I'm playing Kevin's <laughs> best ball. I'm ke- playing Kevin's ball. I'm not even hitting off the team most of the time. Uh, I'm just hitting hitting chip shots wherever Kevin's ball lands. So that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, it's true. All right, man. Well, while you are in the shop and commissions may or may not be open, where can people find you? Uh, find me at Tim Herb on instagram awesome you can find me on instagram as well at the architect that's at the underscore arc number one t-e-c-t find us all on twitter and never instagram with the home before dark tag which is home before dark wait i just threw off everything by saying something different and i completely forgot that's at home before dark before spelled b in the number four that's not our yes is that really our twitter on twitter yes that's how that's how rarely i've been on twitter lately yeah so um be sure to find us wherever you can uh like and subscribe give us a thumbs up 
uh leave us a rating or a review we haven't gotten any reviews the past two years i feel like on itunes so um i don't know if people i don't know if it's easy to leave podcast reviews as it used to be um Uh, whenever it was uh whenever it was itunes that's right that's right they switched over their whole platform to podcasts and not itunes i don't know however you found us be sure to tell a friend and come back next week as always be home before dark bye guys therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10 percent on your first month that's better help h-e-l-p